Welcome to another episode of Cyrus's podcast today from all the way from Orlando, Florida. My good friend, amazing, amazing, amazing real estate agent, founder of Align. I am so stoked to have you, Tiffany Pantosi. Thank you for making your way downtown. I am so couldn't be happier to be in Cali with you. Yes, I love it. I am so excited. So, Tiffany, I, I want to talk about a, a couple different things. This, and, and I want to start with before real estate. And then I want to get into getting into real estate and then building your own brand. And, uh, and then what's next? So, okay. with that being said, before you were in real estate, who was Tiffany? What did Tiffany do? Because I love your story, and we've talked about it before, but yeah. I want to dive into it a little bit more. So I never had envisioned any path or future in real estate years ago at all. Like, it was yeah. never in the cards for me. Um, I had, orig- I mean, I was in college. I was cheering for the Miami Dolphins, living in Miami, Florida, having the time of my life, right? I, I was going to college for fashion. I got my bachelor's in fashion merchandising and marketing. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Um and I got my bachelor's degree and I started an apparel company. And I had a sports licensed apparel company where I would sell, I mean, I had every top license for every NCAA team. I had all the NBA teams and I did some private label for NFL. So I created a, co- a collection of apparel for women at the time, pre 2010, I promise you, there was nothing in the market for women for sports fans. Wow. Okay. So I created an apparel company, and I mean, I sold everything, literally, we, we did bikinis, we did leggings, we did tank tops, t-shirts, dresses, to nail polish, okay? Where did you, when, when, you, when you did that, where, where did you come up with that idea to do sports? Well, it's interesting because I was in college for yep. fashion. I was cheering for the Miami Dolphins. So yep. here is this fashion-loving sports fan who, you know, really saw an opportunity because I would take jerseys and I'd cut them up and make them all cool and I'd go to the games wearing these funky, wild outfits and it was kind of like a moment of, oh, wait, there's none of this in the market. What if I started making this and selling it, right? And then I learned, okay, well, in order to sell merchandise with a team logo on it, you have to have a license. Yeah. So I had to learn so much about the licensing industry and how to negotiate with these major teams and these brands, right? Um, To get them to allow me, accept me as a licensee to use their likeness, use their brand, use their colors. Pantones are really specific, okay? And be able to put it on my merchandise and then sell it. So it was a lot that I learned. Um, But I was in, I mean, from literally coast to coast, every major university, I had merchandise in their team shops. I was selling at Kohl's. I was selling at every major retailer. I was on Fanatics.com. You name it. Um, So I sold millions and millions of dollars of real of uh, real estate. See, See, my whole world is real estate. Oh my god, (laughs) millions and millions of dollars of retail merchandise um, every year. And then I came to a point where the industry was changing quite substantially. You know, you have to pay royalties to be able to use the licenses. Yeah. And the so royalties. you had royalty fees within your licensing contract? Yes. Okay. So I would have, you know, every team was different. So yeah. the better teams, you know, you could pay upwards of 18 to 20% oh, wow. just to use their brand, yeah. right? Um, and then on top of that, you have guarantees where you're guaranteeing them, listen, I'm approved and I'm going to guarantee I'm going to sell X 
in merchandise okay. to be able to give you X in royalties every year, yeah. right? So guarantees were getting higher, royalties were getting higher, but then the retailers, on top of the 18, 20% that you were paying in a royalty just so I can put like the U University of Miami logo yeah. on a merchandise, right? And then the retailers wanted 20% off of my wholesale price so that oh, they wow. can be competitive in their their yeah. structure, their sales structure. So it was like, man, it was getting so competitive, it was getting so expensive. Yeah. And I was ma manufacturing primarily in the United States. That was something wow. that I was trying to pride myself in. But it became a point where I had to go overseas. Yeah. Now I'm dealing with China. Now I'm dealing with Mexico. Manufacturing is very difficult. And I'm a small fish in a big sea at this point, yeah. right? Even though I'm selling millions of dollars of merchandise, I'm still competing with Under Armour and Nike and you name it. Every yeah, big exactly. sports company a retailer because there's not a lot of them in the space, right? So I was considered boutique. And it was so challenging and difficult. And I'd sell millions of dollars of POs, which is a purchase order, right? Yeah. And a factory, if they didn't deliver on time, if they delivered and they didn't match the Pantone so perfectly for these schools trash. to approve, trash. Trash, oh okay? And uh, they didn't meet my delivery deadline so that we could meet season of football season to get it in the stores. Like so much of that, yeah. right? I was done. And it got, it was so exhausting to me. And I was like, I, I, I work so hard. I try so hard, but I'm at the mercy of all these other people in this, you know, business. Yeah, industry, yeah. You know, in this industry. So um, I had an opportunity where I was approached because I had assets which were these licenses. These licenses yeah. were very hard to get. They only allowed so many people to have them. And I had assets in my licenses. Yeah. I had the women's apparel, um, uh, uh, leggings and athleisure wear, like workout attire. I had those licenses for major schools. I also had a license for nail polish in for major schools. Wow. And there was a big company that came about and they actually couldn't get the license. And they were way bigger than me when it comes to like yoga wear, leggings. Yeah nail polish, they couldn't get the license because little old me had it. So they came and we negotiated an, a deal where they bought my company because it came with the asset because yeah. I had a two-year contract on a lot of these licenses. Um, and that's kind of what led me into saying, okay, well, I just sold my company. What's next for me? Um, my husband owns a title company, yeah. okay? And my mom and brother had sold real estate in South Florida. Um, but I'm in Orlando now, right? I'm still by myself. And I was like, what's next? My whole family, my husband, everybody were like, you're getting into real estate. Yeah. You're going to be so good. We know all your skill sets. We know how hard it is. But, like, we know you're going to just excel at this. Like, you have to do it. And what's funny is years, years ago, years prior, I did go to real estate school in Miami, okay? When I was, it was, like, right out of high school. I was dabbling. And I was just, I just kind of blew it off. Like, ah, yeah. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm moving on. I want to be in fashion, right? Yeah. And knowing what I know now, I always, I'll be kicking myself forever because I should have got into real estate when I was in Miami, cheering for the Miami Dolphins. Like, I had so much, so many relationships down there. Yeah. Um, but whatever, your journey is your journey, right? So ultimately, they convinced me to go and try out this new path in real estate. And I had to start from scratch and completely reinvent myself as my second career. Yeah. You know, scary. Like, am I going to be successful? Like, so many questions that you have. Like, you know, I thought I was always going to be in fashion and doing this. So... It was just that next step for me. When when you decided to take the jump from, I mean, when you when you sold your your company, right? A lot of people they build they build companies and they don't even understand what it's like to actually sell a company, right? So you sold your company, you you have some success there, right? And then you go and you are gonna go jump into real estate, and like you said, it's scary. Yeah. So what was going through your mind as you're getting your real when you got your real estate license, and then you're like. <laughs> Well, for me, I'm quite com 
um, a competitive person. I'm very goal-oriented. No. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I'm tough on myself, right? Because I've always been um, somebody like, well, you know, I, on, on the stage, on a main stage. Yes. I've, I've just been that person since I was a little girl. I was dancing, I was performing, I was competing. Then I cheered for the Dolphins, and I was in the entertainment business from that perspective. Yeah. Um, and so I've always, like, set, like, a goal out, and I'm like, well, I have to achieve it. Like, just use, there's no option other than success. Like, failure is not an option, right? Yeah. So... Coming into a place like Orlando, I also have a lot of really cool and different ideas about how I wanted to approach the real estate industry. You know, I wasn't just going to be your average agent. Yeah. I was going to do it differently, and I was going to make, you know, waves in that industry so that people recognize me, and I ha and I would grow and be different. Yeah. Um, so, absolutely, it was scary, and it took a while to build momentum in my business. It's not like it happened overnight. You know, people that might have gotten into the industry a year ago when the we were in our prime, everything's yeah. booming, things were a little bit easier. But, you know, this is over six years ago, seven years ago, and the market was not like that. So yeah. you had to grind, and you didn't know when your first paycheck was going to come. 100%. And what that meant for you. So it was scary. Um, but ultimately, you know, I just, I success was never going to be, an, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, failure was never going to be an option, option for me. So when you got into um, when you got into real estate, did you join a big box brokerage? Did you join a small boutique brokerage? Yeah. What did you? What was your pathway when you got in? When I first got in, I knew that I wanted to be in the luxury space. Now everybody says yeah. this, right? I want to be a luxury realtor. Well, okay, it's not that easy, right? Yeah. But I knew that I, I. It's all about who you surround yourself with, right? And I knew that I wanted to surround myself with other successful professionals in the field, with a brand that had a luxury, you know, presence to yes. it um, that I could learn from, and that would put me in that space, right? Yeah. So when I was seeking out brokerages, I I sought out this one. It was called Regal Real Estate Professionals. It yep. was an affiliate of Christie's International at the time. Okay. Okay. So I knew that they did luxury, and they were top producers that worked there, and that's where I wanted to be. They didn't accept new agents, right? Yeah. But I had a friend make a call based on my professional background and my resume. I'm not just a new agent, right? Yeah. Like I have a long list of skills and that I could bring to this field yeah. to be successful. Um, so he gave me an interview. You know, we agreed and he hired me into his company. I was okay. with them for one year and the brand ultimately wasn't really something that I connected with. It just yeah. was a little bit stale for me. Yeah. Okay. This, uh, then I was recruited on another brokerage locally in Central Florida, um, and I really was so excited about it because they were all about video at the time, right? Yeah. And I was like, wow, you're so ahead. Like, you guys get it. They had an in-house studio, and the broker was a nightmare, just an absolute nightmare. He's lucky that he wasn't, I didn't have him be part of the Me Too movement, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so he was a nightmare, and I was like, this, this is not the place for me, you yeah. know? And at the same time, I was watching a lot on social media, and I was seeing this brokerage that was just like, every agent that they were, you know, sharing, I was like, they're elevated. They have, you know, this sense of, I don't know, just swag that was like, yeah. I was like, I want to be a part of that. That's how I want to represent myself, you know? And it was Compass. And at the time, they weren't in Orlando, so I reached out to Compass. I was connected with the CEO, Robert Rufkin, yeah. had a private meeting with him, and we were like, you have to come to you know, Orlando. You have to come to Orlando. And he was like, well, do you want to be the founding agent? I was like, absolutely. So I built Orlando as a founding agent for two years, and when it was time for them to actually come into Orlando, finally, after two years yeah. of being like the lone sole agent there, um, it was a turning 
uh, point for me in that in that in that company, and it just wasn't the right fit anymore. Yeah. So um, ultimately, I came across you know the company side where you know I was so good at branding Compass yeah. always always, and ultimately their culture wasn't the fit for me. They you know the leadership wasn't right for me, yeah. and um, there was. I had a partner at the time in the business, okay. in real estate, which was my biggest mistake I've ever made in my career. How about this? I'll share oh this with God. you. Is having, it's thinking I needed a partner. Yeah. And, and this particular person not vetting them out as well as I should have. Yeah. I mean, I effed up. This was my biggest F up in my career. And it set me back quite substantially yeah. because there was a lot of headache involved with detaching from this person, a lot of problems involved. They were a, a very, very, bad person ethically yeah. um they they stole from me they um took advantage of me and um they just fed off of what i had to offer and yeah. you know what i mean um so it took a while for me to separate entirely from that person and um i'm grateful that this the opportunity with side came around to where i could just build something of my own yeah, yeah. and i've never been happier and my business has never been stronger yeah. and i'm surrounded by the kind of people that i want to be surrounded by because i'm selecting them yep you know yeah it's and, your thing and it's it's better than ever mm -hmm. so now, you know, I talk to so many, so many different agents that are, you know, top producing agents all across the country and everything like this. And, and, and not everybody goes through what you went through as far as brokerage, 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 brokerage. And sometimes people are like, oh, they're one of those broker, mm -hmm. the brokerage switching people, mm -hmm. right? Like, but did you ever feel like you were, uh, like you didn't want to be that person switching brokerages so much? Totally. Or did you like, how did you deal with that? Yeah, because you get guilty and you're like, man, it's going to be bad for my brand, right? My yeah. name, it's, it's bad. It looks bad. But ultimately like, you know, you have to find your place or like, this is my career that I want forever, yeah. you know? Yeah. So if it took me three, four years to figure out where I needed to be, that's okay. I was yeah. still figuring it out. I mean, you know, I was so attracted to what I would call the shiny lights in the beginning of my career. Yeah. I thought this person making selling $12 million a year was impressive, right? Yeah. This person who convinced me to be their partner and share everything I did 50-50. Meanwhile, I was the one bringing in all the business. Yeah. And now today, when I do over 24, 25 million on my own, I laugh at the fact that I was impressed by that and I decided yeah. to give somebody 50% of everything I was doing and be able to attach their brand and their name to me yeah. because I was like so, you know, like impressed at the time. Yeah. But now I know so much more. So I think it's okay when you're first getting in, like you got to find your place, you got to find your people, you know, what's really valuable to you. Yeah. And then once you do, then, you know. I, I love that. I love that, yeah. that you have to find your people. Yeah. That is so important. And I'll say this too, find your people. So like I'm from Miami, I'm living in Orlando now. Like, listen, I dress very conservative, yeah. yet I'm a woman and I'm proud of my sexuality. And I sometimes I would wear like a tighter pair of pants, right? Yeah. Or a tighter fitting dress or something, but all within taste, with good taste. And, you know, this one lady that was a top producer at that one company, she was like, I think that you, you know, should dress differently. I'm yeah. like, listen, lady, your pants are see-through. Calm down. Like, you know, I can see your freaking thong. Like, you're talking shit to me. I'm just fine. Don't worry about me. Worry about yourself, yeah. you know? And, like, just wasn't the right place, you know? And yeah. you have to find your people. Like, I just did things differently. Then another thing was, like, they weren't really, they were always critiquing my social media at the yeah. time and, like, how I was saying things on video. I'm like, this is the way I want to do business. Yep. And, and that's a big thing, like, like when it comes down to building your brand, building who you are. I mean, just in general and business in general, right? Like, there's always going to be people that are going to come out and say, 
you're doing this wrong, you're doing that wrong, you're mm-hmm. doing this wrong. But at the end of the day, like you have to build what's best for you. And I truly believe like in life, you have two things that in order to have like a, 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 a happy and, and fulfilling life, I really think there's two things you need to do. It's, it's do what you want, not what everybody around you wants, not what your, your significant other, no, do what makes you happy, right? And then love. Like care for other people. It doesn't need to be romantically. Just care for other people. You do those two things and you have a fulfilling life, mm-hmm. right? It's the same way in business. Like you're, you have to go and do what is right for you and your business and then take care of your people. Right. And I can see that that's what you've done because I know what you've built with Align. And and so when you made that step for Align and you you have those that that avatar of those people that you want to surround yourself with and things like that, what was it like building your own company and stepping into building your own brand as a founder of a of a new company? Right? right. You sold a company. You went and joined all these other companies. You weren't happy there. And then you finally decided, hey, look, I'm going to do again. my own thing uh-huh. and built your own company again, uh-huh. right? And now, and now, what's that that felt like as you've been building this through? Because you guys are absolutely crushing it. Thank you. Well, it's different this time around building this company versus yes. my other company, which is called Miss Fanatic. Um, so it's different because Miss Fanatic, I was the boss, yeah, and it was just me, and I sold merchandise, right? Now with a line, although I'm the boss, I have humans, like other people that are also trying to get out there and earn and yeah. build something for themselves, you know, more for their career, more responsibility. Um, it's different. There's more like interaction where like, you know, I mean, they don't have to choose a line. Yeah. They can leave any time. Right. So they have, they're making a choice to work with me, to stand alongside me. And that's a responsibility. Right. Yeah. And that means a lot to me. So I care for these people. I want to see them succeed. I want them to crush way beyond where I'm even selling, yep. right? So it's more, it's a much bigger responsibility from a, this real estate, you know, business yeah. versus where I was in my apparel business. Do you do you feel like you enjoy the mentorship side of things? This is how I feel. Like, yeah. I love the mentorship side way more than I enjoy actually transacting, right? Is yeah. that the same feeling 100%. for you? 100%. So I love marketing. That's yeah. like my jam. I have so much fun coming up with fun marketing ideas. And yeah, the mentorship side of things I really do enjoy because I see paths for people. I know, yeah. I'm like, do this, do this. I know this will help you get to here. Like even th- like qualities that other people may have that I don't have. Yeah. I'm like, wow, you know, I know you can be good at this because of X, Y, and Z. So you should do this. Like, yeah. I'm great at giving advice, you know, (laughs) I really am. Um, But it's also challenging at times when people don't take that advice, right? Yeah, and and I think that it's also like, I think the reason it's challenging is because, I mean, for me specifically, right, is like, I love to give advice, I love to help people, and when they don't take the advice, it's like, so why am I spending my time and my energy when I can be spending my time and my energy with somebody else to help them grow? And then, like, you learn from experiences in life, and they don't need to be your own, right? And you've had a lot of experience in this business. You've had a lot of experience in general in business and marketing and structure and things yeah. like this. And this is why you've been successful in this right. space. So I could totally understand why that well, is. Well, let's talk about experience. So I speak from experience, right? Yeah. I will only tell people on in my company, I want you to do X, Y, and Z because it's I'm not too proud to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I will do anything I'm telling you to do. I'll either... I'll try it myself or I've yep. already done it and that's why I'm advising Correct. you to do it, right? Yeah. So it's like, 
even today, I'm like, you have to be doing open houses every week. Yeah. Like, you have to be doing it. That's how I started. Like, if I look at your volume and I see that you just don't have the numbers that you are, you know, you're not on your on your tra trajectory to yeah. hit your goals, then what, what are you doing every weekend? Because exactly. I know what I was doing when I was trying to make a career in real estate. I was door knocking and doing open houses, right? Yeah. So, like, I will always you know, come from a place of this is what I would do. Yep. Um, not too proud to get down to the basics, no matter what level of I am in my business. Yeah. But, you know, hoping that they'll take that advice and and see that, it, you know, if they give it a chance, it'll work. Yeah, exactly. I tell every single one of my agents, look, everything I tell you to do, I've done it, I've tried it, I've been there, I've right. done it. That's so why. Like, I'll give you the cheat code. Like, <laughs> don't take the stairs. Let me give you the elevator. Like, uh -huh. let me give you an entrance. You know? <laughs> but sometimes they still want to take the stairs. And if they want to take the stairs, I'm like, hey, this, maybe our company is not the right fit for you. And right? it's wild because it's like, dude, like, I'm giving you the path. I'm giving you, like, you know, on a yep. platter. I didn't have the platter handed to me when I started real estate. 100%. I mean, I had to figure it all out. Yeah. So, you know how many agents would love to sit beside you and I and yeah. say, Give me, give me the the roadmap, and we are. We're giving our people that roadmap, yeah. but it's crazy. You, it has to, you know. Some of them will succeed. They'll take your advice, and some of them won't. Yeah, one hundred percent. So now you have a killer team of agents. You're you've absolutely crushed it in this business as far as marketing goes. As far as just in your your branding is amazing. I could spend three hours talking to you about how to brand and everything like that because I know it. But what's next for Tiffany and Align? Well, right now, I think that we really are still working on our core group of, of agents yeah. that are representing Align. Um, I think that we still need to find another good, you know, handful of top agents in the state of Florida that want to join us. So growth. 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 Because, um, listen, I'm in it for the long run. Real yeah. estate is, that's it. Like, I'll be in this game until I'm old and gray, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I already have some grays. <laughs> but, um... You know, I think that finding your tribe of people that want to run with you like that is really what I'm looking for yeah. um, for the long term. Um, and, and that's what we're look. I think I'm, I'm going to be focusing on next is really finding those people and, and bringing them into a line. I love that. And I love the, that that you're consistently chasing growth. I think that's amazing. And I think that you've really found the people that you're looking for. Um, and your av like your avatar of yeah. the agent, and you're very strict on that, and I love that. You have to be. Um, now, Tiffany, make it a special place, you yes. know, for them to be and feel proud that they're there. And you have a great culture, right? Mm -hmm. So like it's it's just all around. Like you have, you've built a very amazing company, and I'm, I, I commend you for that. Um, your your where do people find you? If they want to reach out to you. They want to say what's up. Yeah. Where, where could they reach uh, out to please you? Please say what's up. I mean, the best place first is to follow us on Instagram because that's where we're the most active on a daily basis. Secondly, would be follow us on YouTube because we're always putting True. out great content on there um, as well. But so that's we'll where you drop can those links inside the description here. But um, just for the people listening, maybe they're driving out of the car, they want to take a note. Mm -hmm. What's your Instagram handle? At Tiffany Pantozzi. P-I-F-F-A-N-Y. P-A-N-T-O-Z-Z-I. And Align's... Uh, Align is at Align Agents. A-L-I-G-N-A-G-E-N-T-S. Awesome, Tiffany. Thank you so much yes, for being here. I appreciate friend. you so much for sharing your story. Sure. and We'll have to have you come back on so we can yeah. share a little bit more. Absolutely. Next time you come to Orlando. Listen, I came to the West Coast. You come to East Coast next. All right, you got it. <laughs> okay.